0: You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 4 one Game Zone.
1: Hello and welcome It's another cooperative multiplayer live and yes once again we gotta stop doing these they're bad for our health uh, of uh, t- taking uh, weeks off on this thing unscheduled um, but we're here again this is probably gonna be a really fast podcast as I have to uh, go to work so there may be things specifically from like the last week uh, even though there really hasn't been a whole lot of ton of stuff from last weekend this week. Um so we're probably gonna be talking more about games we've been playing that have been have come out uh than news, because there's not a whole lot of it. Um but uh with me here today, of course I'm your I'm your host, Sean Garmer, and this is the official forum games zone podcast. And uh with me here today Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Okay. Anything uh going on since uh the last time we were on here
0: nope just playing games and selling steam crap
1: how far are you along on these selling the steam cards
0: uh i still have 900 cards to go to collect
1: oh to collect yeah
0: but i already bought black ops 3 so that's kind of a big one i was aiming for (laughs) ah now i'm looking to get grip uh Drive any track, and then Assassin's Creed Syndicate when it goes on sale. Mm.
1: Good enough. Um, So, we both... I played about 30 minutes of it because I had to do a podcast right before... I had to do the wrestling podcast right right before I had... uh, Or the the football podcast right before I downloaded it, and then stuff kept happening, and I never got to play it again. But you played quite a bit of it. You also played it with uh, fellow 401 uh, rider Jeffrey Harris who's called it on the show a couple of times. What did you think about the Division beta?
0: I liked it. Uh, it was good shooting. Uh, there's lag, there's bugging spots probably because it was a beta. Mm. Uh, there was one spot where I kept falling through the world like endlessly. That was pretty funny. <laughs> like I had a, I had a twist stream of that running that was pretty good. Like I would fall through the world, I would get to like the bottom of this chasm and then it would reset me to where i was, like where i was falling to the world again so i kept doing this for 15 minutes wow uh but the shooting is good i like the setting a lot uh some of the systems aren't explained that well and like the consumables are pretty clunky like some they're trying to do too much stuff on the controller i think
1: yeah, I noticed that too. There was a lot of stuff going on with the controller. Uh, I wound up—did you? I I wound up using the the like metal shield thing.
0: Oh, the ballistic shield. No, yeah. I used uh like the radar pulse. And when I finished playing, I was using uh the sticky bomb and the turret, and the turret was pretty effective.
1: So the magnetic pulse thing did did that work pretty well?
0: Or? Yeah. Because it just highlighted enemies, and then, like, they got a da- they got a damage boost, so, you could, like, you could do more damage to them if they were caught in it. Uh, the sticky bomb was pretty effective, but it was pretty directional. Like, you couldn't... It didn't... Like, you had to, like, aim it pretty well for it to get... For it to be useful, but you can also aim it at people, which is fun.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Uh, and, yeah, the turret was great, because it could just mow guys down. If I had the money, I'd probably pre-order that game, but I don't have the cash right now.
1: I'm on the. I'm in the same boat. I'm sitting there going, "Well, there's a lot of games I want to get in March, and I can't get them all." Obviously, like you know, I still want Pokémon tournament, and there's a few other. There's some really nice games coming in March that I, because uh, Daniel asked me that question for Factor Fiction, I'm sitting there going, "Uh, oh, between now and April, there's plenty of stuff I want. I don't think I'm getting all of it." Uh. We do know Far Cry Primal came out this week. I don't think any either one of us played it.
0: No, it got pretty... I don't think our site is on Ubisoft's list. And it got pretty mixed reviews, I've read.
1: Yeah, that's what I saw, too. That it's a decent enough uh, spin off of the series. It's cool that it goes back into prehistoric times, but that apparently the story is not that great. Yeah. And then, you know, it, the rest of it's kind of what you get from Far Cry. Let's go beat down some outposts. And, uh, you know, you get the non-gun gameplay, so you either like that or you don't.
0: If you get and, a bow and arrow and a spear that you can throw, so it's basically a gun.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, the, the thing seems to be uh, animals are pretty heavy on this one. I mean, there's always been animals, sort of, especially in the in Far Cry 4. Uh, yeah. But this one was... It seems very, very heavy on... Okay, use a bear. Use a saber-tooth tiger. Use it. I mean, that was just cool. Uh, I don't think there was anything wrong with that. Um, just, you know... It's it's one of those definitely I might check out if it's $30. Bucks. Uh, I don't know about 60 You know? Um,
0: I mean, yeah. Uh, it would... T- it, it seems fine enough. But I didn't like Blood Dragon at all. So... I maybe just had a fan of their spinoff games.
1: <laughs> it didn't seem... I mean, it seemed much more like the other Far Cry games than Blood Dragon, which was...
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, but... It needs, like, a prehistoric boss character.
1: So, you have wrote for me here that you've been playing this game called Victor Vran.
0: Yep. It's, it's a, that? uh, action... It's basically a little more action Diablo 3. Okay. So, like, you can jump. Um, you only have three skills per weapon, and the skills are limited to weapon classes, so it doesn't matter like what weapon you use. Like, if you have a sword, and you equip a different sword, it's still the same sword skills. Mm-hmm. And you can swap between two different weapon classes. Like, there's uh, swords, rapiers, uh, shotgun, hammer, scythes, and lightning guns, which are pretty fun. And it's like a lighter version of Diablo 3 but kind of fun, kind of fun, because you can use a controller.
1: Well, the good thing is that, you know, you said kind of fun, so at least, you know, it's Diablo 3, it's not the hardcore thing it is, but...
0: No, I mean, it's it's also in early access, so... uh, Okay. It's still in early access, it's been in early access for like a year or two, so I don't know when it'll eventually come out, but it seems pretty fully featured so far, so...
1: Well, I was on Steam yesterday, and I saw... I don't know if you were actually playing it, if it was just one of those things that, like, it says you were, and maybe you weren't playing it at the time. The this, uh, And then I checked the video for it, and I thought it was pretty funny, just from the trailer, but this uh, Hero and Daughter game?
0: No, I was just running uh, that title master program to collect Steam cards.
1: Ah, nice. I mean, <laughs> that thing. I don't know if you saw the trailer for it at all, but it's, it's quite, like...
0: Uh, An- anime game?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's made by, like, it's made with, like, RPG Maker, um, so, you know...
0: I think I was asked to review it, and I was like, nah, I'm good.
1: (laughs) Uh, it has, like, you're a character that cannot level up, so he's stuck at level 1, so you have to, like, give your experience points to, like, all these, there's, like, 30 girls that you can you know, level up instead and you can like build your world and uh, basically everything that's usually in an RPG and it's making fun of that, but your main character cannot level up. You have to level up other people with your experience points. It was so silly. I was just kind of like, wow. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I, I uh, did go ahead and I said I was going to wait, but I went ahead and just got the, uh, uh, Danganronpa and, One, the Trigger Happy Havoc for the PC. I haven't got too far in it. Um, Kind of met the characters and then was going to start actually going into the school. Um, And then I had to stop playing because it was like 4 or 5 in the morning. Um, I knew if I started another chapter, I'd be there for another hour. Uh, The game does not let you save whenever you want. You have to get through the, the section of story that it wants you to get through. And then it lets you save, so definitely not one of those games you want to sit there and go oh i got 20 minutes let's play this not not a game you want to do that with um same thing i mean if you like seriously if you like visual novels and you like kind of anime weird things it's for 24 bucks it's really not uh, not bad it's, it's actually pretty good i'm interested to keep going with it uh speaking of games that Maybe, maybe not. You want to sit there and try to pop in for 30 minutes. Depends on what what's going on in that chapter. Family and Fates. Uh, I, have both the, I have both the games. Uh, I just got Conquest last night because I finally started playing it enough to where I got to... I mean, it doesn't take very long at all to get to Chapter 6. That's really quick for you to get to Chapter 6. Um, and then you basically choose whether you want to be on one side of the... Uh, you know, with one family or the other family. Basically, it's one family is the family you were born with and the other family, uh, the king stole you away when you were a baby and you're with that family. So you choose whether you want to be with your native family that you don't know anything about or you choose with the you're, you're with the kidnapped family. And so that's why it's called Birthright and Conquest. Um, but then you get to... Sh- you get to go through their stories and all that kind of stuff, which is cool. Um, and then in March, they're going to have the Revelations one, which is apparently really good and well worth uh, beating the other game. You're supposed to only play it once you play beat one of the other games. Uh, then once you get through the Chapter 6 and you pick which one you're going into, which game, that's when you get into like the world building and you can like build your fort and go visit other forts and collect stuff. Like, you can – because you can only – your fort can only make, like, one food item and one, like, mineral thing. And so you have to go to other forts to get, like – let's say you want to make carrots and uh, you want to make, like, some kind of silver or something. Well, to get the other stuff, you have to go to other people's forts. And they may just give it to you or you may have to fight them or, you know, so it's – it gives you different things, uh, there's, and there's side quests, and all the stuff you get from Fire Emblem. Uh, apparently, Conquest is much different, so if you're new to Fire Emblem, or you really loved Awakening, I would tell you to buy Birthright first, which, according to the 300000 in sales that the game's already gotten, Birthright is apparently the most popular one right now. Um, but... Yeah, I mean if you want something wacky and you're big into Fire Emblem, I would get Conquest because they have totally different – and you get to see a little bit of it like uh, when you – because you either – you have to beat the other side of the family before you move on to that game that you're playing. So you'll see the difference between, okay, just beat the boss, which is obviously easier if you stick with the birthright, and if you're in Conquest, you have to beat uh, four of the five characters or something, so – um, but yeah, that game's really, really good. Uh, I didn't, I, I have Awakening, but I wound up not playing a whole lot of it, and I'm sitting there going, why the hell did I not play a lot of Awakening? Yeah. Um, so, now I'm, uh, thinking I need to go backwards and, and play that too.
0: Uh. I finally, I finally picked up Tetris Battle Guide, then, and I like that.
1: I saw that, yeah, you had the, the, the cartridge for it.
0: Super Famicom cartridge. Yep,
1: that's that's pretty awesome.
0: Like 13 bucks it's worth it. It's hard though. It's a lot harder than I thought it would be.
1: So why is it uh why is it hard?
0: Uh, well, you're facing against another opponent constantly, and you're drawing from the same pool of pieces. So if you need, need like the long piece, and the other guy gets his piece down faster or quicker than you do, that long piece goes to him. Oh. And also the spells in the game are kind of like I don't know Japanese, so I don't know what the hell they're doing most of the time.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> but the game is like a lot in English, which I'm kinda of surprised about.
1: Like yeah.
0: Except, except for the spells and the story, like you can play that game no problem.
1: Well, I mean I guess you could like go read somewhere about the story or Oh something. yeah. I mean it's on like a
0: so. game fact or something. But like yeah. the options menu's in English, so that's pretty easy.
1: <laughs> well that's nice. I mean at least right. you don't have to uh like be digging into into like Google Translate to figure out which option you're picking. Yeah. <laughs> which is uh a nice thing. So I think the only other Oh, I played the uh Walking Dead Michonne game, which or well the first episode of it. There's three episodes uh, you don't get anything extra, or you don't get anything off for buying the uh, the whole season in one. So if you want to buy it by episode, if you only got five bucks, or if you want to just buy it all together, you can. It's $15 either way. Um, and my, the Xbox One still having some issues with the whole uh, they don't let you buy things sometimes. So I could not buy episode one by itself. I had to buy the the season pass version which I'm okay with, but I thought it was kind of weird. Um, The game is, basically you get to learn about Michonne, uh, and you get to kill a lot of zombies with her katana. So I think it fulfills what people want out of a Michonne uh, Walking Dead game. I mean, it's not going to do anything different than the other Walking Dead games, so if you don't like the way that those games play, don't buy this. Uh, if you really like what those, how those games play and you're willing to kind of wait because the first one kind of just sets up things, uh, I think by number three, we'll get a nice payoff. So I think it's going to be worth it in the end. Um, you know, so if you like Michonne, I definitely think you should spend the $5 and at least try out episode one, if anything. Uh, but uh, are, are you... Uh, I don't know how you are with The Walking Dead. Are you interested I, in that at all?
0: Uh, I like the first game a lot. I didn't like the second game as much. Right, yeah. Uh, the only thing I know about this... Well, I beat the second game, but I, I have a friend who wrote, wrote on the second game. Ah, uh, okay. He was an old high school friend of mine.
1: Did, yeah, I was kind of the same way. I didn't like the second game that much. Um... I, it was just one of those like that. I can see what they're trying to do, but it doesn't. Uh, I don't know. The first one just felt different, and that's kind of why I like this one more. I, the Michonne game felt a little bit more like the first one than the second one. Uh, so, and it obviously has some of the updated stuff they added in the second one, where you move around, or not move around, but you like you can move the you move the stick down and up and. Yeah. Different things instead of just pressing A or mashing on the button, like the first one. So, um, but yeah, let's let's uh, get into talking about what is going on uh, this week and some of the. Oh, well, first of all, they revealed the PS Plus and Xbox games for gold for March. Uh, on the Xbox One, you can get Sherlock Holmes, Crimes and Punishments. Which, if you had PS Plus for a while, that game came out, I want to say, somewhere like last year.
0: Um,
1: I don't remember when last year, but I know it's on my PS4. I
0: think it's like early March, or like it came out like the winter, I think.
1: Yeah, I know, exactly. I was thinking either January of last year, or February, somewhere around there. And Lords of the Fallen, which I've kind of wanted to check out, I've heard it's okay so that's cool, I can finally check it out on Xbox One. And you get uh, Supreme Commander 2 and Borderlands 1, which I don't have Borderlands 1, so it be nice to finally uh, have that on the 360. Um, and then, you, of course, you can have those both on your Xbox One as well because of the backwards compatibility. And then uh, Sony is giving you uh, Force, which is what won the, uh, the vote. Over Action Hank and I can't remember the other game. Uh, I know that you played Action Hank.
0: Yeah, I liked uh, it, but I can understand why you didn't win because it's just kind of an endless runner game.
1: Right? Yeah, uh, force looks pretty fun, and the fact that like every time you die, you get a different bro. So and they and they actually go by some of the like real people. It's not, uh, you know. There's definitely. Uh, some some licensing things that are not in there, but they, they try. Uh, They're hardest to replicate them, which is fun. And then the Galaxy, which you reviewed. So, uh, Did you end up vlogging it? I don't remember. What
0: uh, have... The PC version is kind of janky, and apparently like the game is still not done yet. Oh, so that's great. That's weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Super Stardust HD for the PS3. Uh, which is like uh, kind of like Rezzo Gun, you just go around and shoot things. It's a shoot, uh, 26 shooter. Uh, the Last Guy, and then on Vita, it's Flame Over and Reality Fighters, which I have no idea what those are.
0: Nope, um, neither do I.
1: <laughs> so, the big thing, I guess, which hasn't happened yet because it doesn't happen until March 15th, is there's been uh, rumors going around about four or five different listings for prices for the playstation vr of course it's all in uh europe and england right now um so it's in pounds when i did the uh the going over from pounds to dollars the lowest one which is 340 you know 349 pounds uh came out to 487 dollars and that's that's the lowest one Uh, some of the other ones are way more expensive. Uh, they have ruled out the $800 price tag, which, of course, Sony would rule that out because nobody's buying it, uh, if you tell somebody that it's $800. Um, so, I mean, Sony has said this is its own thing, so it's not like if they did say it's $800, it would be totally out of the realm of what they meant, but... Do you think it winds up being any cheaper than the four eighty seven?
0: I think it'll be four hundred dollars, just total. Total. Uh, cause, yeah. Cause that's like a, that'd be a weird price point. To, be, uh, it's four eighty seven dollars. Like.
1: Yeah, and, I, I can see maybe four fifty.
0: I. I don't think it would be too. I don't think it would be more expensive than PS four though. Like that'd be kind of crazy if they did that.
1: Yeah, I think you have to at least it. It's either equal to the PS4 or maybe three fifty in dollars, um, because it's just like I, I just cannot see somebody wanting to, especially once you get out of uh, income tax season, wanting people to just plop down eight hundred dollars, eight hundred fifty dollars, nine hundred dollars for a uh, the system and the VR thing. Yeah. I mean, I could see them doing a bundle for like about six hundred or something like that. Um, I don't know. Just this is uh, obviously Sony's trying to play, downplay it because they don't want to come out at that same price as Oculus Rift and the and the Vive, and they're not really competing with them if they're the same price. So,
0: yeah, exactly. Like they can't they can't be over. They can't be over $500. Or even I'd say 450 would probably be their magical number. They, they can't be over.
1: I, I'd imagine some people are saying if it's over 350 it's not worth it. Um, so, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Uh, definitely, though, Sony has a meeting March 15th during GDC. To me, it's not just the price point. It's also when it's going to come out, Which because now there's a lot of thought. And I, I, think it's, I think they need to wait until after E3 to have it come out, honestly. Uh, maybe you reveal the price point, and then at E3 you use it to hard sell everybody on, okay, these are the games that are coming out, and some of them that, okay, they're going to come out at launch with the system, and the system launches like a month later or something.
0: Unless they just say uh, it's out now, like, go ahead, go, go buy it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, or like release it like a week or two before E3. And then say, "Stay tuned to E3 for some of the awesome games that are coming, like really, really soon, or something like that." It just, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the thing with the Vive and and the, the wow, well, I can't think of uh, Oculus sure. is that they're not just gaming machines. Uh, you're being you're using them for other things too, um, whereas the PSVR one is really being touted as its going to do something for games, you know, so... I don't know, I think this one's tied a lot more to what you're going to show off than necessarily just buying the thing. Yeah. Do you think it, it's... If it's over 400 do you think it sells out still, or...?
0: Oh, yeah, because people are dumb and they'll buy anything. Yeah, it just... <laughs> I mean, when the vibe goes on sale for $800, I know that's going to sell at day one, like hour one, honestly.
1: Wow, Really? eight hundred. I mean, you're right, though. People buy those uh, $700, $800 phones outright from places. Yeah. So,
0: My roommate yeah. is considering buying like, the new Galaxy 7 for, like, no good reason. It's like, is your phone broken? No. Is it underpowered? No. Then why do you want it?
1: <laughs> yeah, the only reason I'm thinking about it is because I may not be able to afford the laptop that I wanted. Uh, in time for when I go down to Dallas for WrestleMania, and I'm due for an upgrade anyway. I have a four going to the seven when, you know...
0: Yeah, that's, that's an upgrade. I think he has, like, a six right now, though, and it's like...
1: Yeah, that's... It's the same thing when, like, the five came out, and the only thing that was cool about it was that it was water-resistant. I was like, uh, yeah, no, thank you. You know, just... uh. So, I mean, you know, people are crazy about that with the phones. Like, they just got to have the newest one just to say they got it. It's just so weird. And I think this is kind of what... You're, you were right, I think, uh, when you first hit on it a, long to- a while back. This is going to go through the same thing. I think people are really going to be rushing to be the first people that have the VR. And get to show it off. And then they'll be complaining when there's not a lot of whole cool things for it at first. You know? Yeah. Like everybody does. <laughs> so, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Obviously for me, I'm not going to care until I get to play something You or somebody's got to show me. I'm still not too sold on these things, uh, taking over the freaking gaming world or whatever. Uh, but it is what it is. You know, it's certainly a huge thing that everybody's paying attention to because now there's, uh, is it Google or somebody? I just saw came out with their own VR thing for the phone. Samsung. Yeah, well, Samsung's had theirs. Um, they're even. That's one of the things. If you pre-order the seven, you get the v, the gear for yeah. free. Uh, I don't remember if it's. Uh, I know Amazon's working on it. I think it is Google. Um, or one of the other phones might have been. You uh, know, I'll figure it out at some point. But um, so there's that. Um, some of these uh, other th- Hideo Kojima was at Dice, and he mentioned that not only was he meeting with uh, Del Toro later that day, but he had met with Reedus, kind of showed him a little tour of his studio. He talked about how he wants to keep his studio small and stuff, but. Do you think that we're going to get something out of him talking to Del Toro and him talking to Reedus again?
0: It'll be Sound Hell of the movie.
1: <laughs> you think I mean, he did talk about how he likes horror.
0: Well, I mean, um, Del Toro's not directing Pacific Rim 2 anymore, so why not? How do you
1: feel about that, by the way?
0: Uh, it's... I guess it's fine. Like... I guess I'm more interested in the story, if anything, because the story in Pacific from 1 is kind of lacking.
1: Yeah, it's much more about the kaiju and seeing the battle and all that stuff. I mean, there is some story in there, but it's, you know, doesn't feel like it's necessary.
0: Bring, uh, back, bring back Idris Elba as a 500 foot tall monster. That'd be great. <laughs> yep, exactly.
1: Uh, I mean, Eldris Elba can only help your movie, so. Uh, it, and Ron Perlman too, just to be there to have happen to him what happened to him in the movie. Yep. I, I'm, I'm kind of okay with it because he's still staying on as a
0: producer. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure i will have a part in it, regard like regardless. So. And it,
1: and it's the guy that did the Daredevil season one, so I thought that was pretty good. So maybe between the two of them, they can come up with something that works. Yeah. Um, and maybe it does have more story in it, because that was one of the cool things about that double thing, was, was the story of that season. Uh, but seriously, do you think that we'll get something?
0: Uh, like I said, it? I think it'll only be a movie. Because uh, he's going to... I don't think... I think he's too going to be too tied down for... Uh... uh like, with the, with the other project that he's trying to do for Sony.
1: Right. You don't think Sony would try to put in and say, okay, if you guys really come together, we'll put in money for you to make this game? Or,
0: I mean, maybe, but, like, we have to, we have to wonder how good, well uh, that project was shaping up in the first place. Uh, like, I'm sure if it was coming together, like, great. I don't think Konami would have canceled it, but let's face it, like, the game is not exactly a fast... Uh, maker of games or a cheap one at that
1: right exactly uh, if anything i don't think we're hearing anything about it this year if they do make something it's next year we'll hear about it yeah um, so I, I mean i wouldn't get my hopes up about that kind of thing uh, but does the came out and said that they're working on three big projects, two of them are nothing they've ever done before, and one of them is very much a Bethesda-type game. Is there something that they have not done that you'd like to see that you go, okay, Bethesda making that, I'm interested?
0: Gating Simulator?
1: Oh, <sighs> Isn't that what Fallout is, anyway?
0: Like a, no, a high school dating simulator? <laughs>
1: We already gave you the apocalypse version of a you can date people and now you can have the high school version from Bethesda.
0: Uh, um maybe an action game. Uh I, I could see them trying to do something like that, or like something like Dead Souls or like Dark Souls.
1: I I could definitely see something like Dark Souls. Um It's just, you know, they, they've kinda already they have two RPGs, one of them is almost a shooter RPG and then you've got Doom now. I mean, they've got a lot of the popular things cornered, along with Wolfenstein. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, like what? But does the fighting game gonna happen? I mean, it's, you know what? Uh, uh, you know, and almost all their characters are, you know, people that it's just like regular people. It'll be um, Sean. It'll be Sean
0: Bean versus uh, a Death Claw.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, one they got dishonored too to have your that kind of thing. So, uh, do you think any of these uh, has to do with Elder Scrolls at all? Or uh,
0: I think I mentioned one of them could be like an expansion to Elder Scrolls Online. Like I okay. could see, I could see them doing that honestly. Um. What I would really like, though, is, like, a port of Morrowind, like, in Skyrim's engine.
1: That would be interesting. You really think they would go do that, though? Original Xbox game?
0: Well, people, of the five games, Morrowind is still, I think, the favorite. Like, it is clunky as hell now, if you compare Mm -hmm. it to, like, Skyrim. But as far as storyline, characters, even, like, the world itself, it is still the best of the five
1: i saying something right there cuz all I ever heard is how many people lost so much time in Skyrim how much they love that and uh you know Oblivion was pretty good too and to go back to I mean that would be cool to kind of I could kind of see them doing a but you would think you would have thought they would have done that last year if they wanted to do it like a remaster of uh Morrowind and Oblivion together Or, I mean, they could be doing it in anticipation for, uh, whatever the next Elder Scrolls game is going to be, aside from the online game.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't think it'll be Fallout 4 or anything like that, or, like, you know, it's not going to be, like, more expansions or anything like that for it, I doubt.
1: I mean, they, uh, they do have DLC that they still have to release for Fallout 4.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I just bought that season pass. Um...
1: And they announced that the mods are still coming. It seems like, I you know, seems like everybody's been waiting for those uh, for a while, at least for the consoles. And they are doing another E3 press conference on June twelfth.
0: They're gonna uh, re-announce Ray Two.
1: <laughs> Man, well, I mean, they they gotta have something big to be doing another conference, so. There's got to be some known game or something that's, that's happening. I can't imagine they're going to hedge their bets on just new projects and you're going to have a 3 thing based on that. But I don't know if there's one company that can pull it off, but that's, you think? Or There's got to be something big going on there.
0: Uh, let's see. They're, gonna, they're finally going to make that Wet 2 sequel that I was talking about
1: oh man that would be just from the fact of they can that right like they said they were going to make it at one point but then just said no
0: yeah because okay. they looked at the sales of wet and were like no we're good
1: <laughs> I kind of even forgot what wet was and it was a female led thing
0: yeah Eliza Dushku was like a main character and it's like it's trying to be like Grindhouse or something like that, but not. It doesn't have good gameplay.
1: <laughs> oh well, that's always great. Uh, the game doesn't have good gameplay. Let's. That's, uh, that's a surefire way to not have uh, your game continue uh, to be made, as if the game just sucks gameplay-wise. Yeah. So we move on from that to. Uh, neither one of us has Street Fighter 5 yet, so if you're experiencing the problems with people rage quitting, I don't understand why that was not addressed before they came out with the game. Uh, that's just a thing in on that's been a thing in online games for a long time now. That should have been anticipated by uh, the people at Sony and Capcom that people are going to do that and you don't penalize them for it. I mean. A fighting game is, like, made for people to just get mad and go, fuck this. I'm not losing. Pretty much. <laughs> Even though it really doesn't matter. It's, if they had the penalty, you're losing anyway. It's just it's so – I find it silly. Like, I can kind of understand uh, in some of the uh, – like, the sports games and stuff like that because you have to sit there for another, you know, two quarters and just get beat. But, like, a fighting game, it just ends so quick. What, why? You know? It's, it's kind of silly to me. Uh, but uh, So, Bioware asked people about a Dragon Age Tactics uh, game, which would be kind of like XCOM, Fire Emblem, you know. Uh, they did say that it's likely it would have the... what the series is known for in having the romantic relationships or whatever, very much like Fire Emblem, that has this huge list of, you know, how the male and female relationships, which ones you can have babies with and and not, and all that kind of stuff. So I imagine Dragon Age Talies would be the same way. Uh, There was a large percentage that wanted it to be only on PC, and then, but it was an overwhelming yes. There was 6% that wanted to be on mobile for some reason. So why would you want it to only be on PC if you're thinking that way? I mean, just... Uh, Graphics-wise, or just
0: because PC gamers are kind of snobs, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I guess they all got on Twitter at once for that. Uh, but there's no, there's no like inherent like good reason why you wouldn't. Not really. To get, yeah.
0: I mean, like look at XCOM One. That worked pretty well. Uh, Like just fine on consoles. They didn't sell that well, but also it's XCOM. Like it's not exactly a big franchise.
1: I think more people played XCOM after it became like PS Plus and all that than people that just bought it. Um, Yeah. You know, I know I did. I wound up loving the game. I was like, well, I wish I would have known about this before, (laughs) but. You know, to me, I think, you know, when you're looking at like something like Hearthstone or these card games or whatever, I can understand why you only want it to be on, like, mobile and, and PC, things that can get into there fast and whatever. But, like, these tactics games, we've seen a lot of them on the consoles, and I don't see why it would be a big deal you don't put it on there. I mean, would you would you play it, though? If
0: uh, I'd probably not, just because it didn't. I don't particularly like Dragon Age. Like, the only one I liked was Dragon Age Inquisition, which people seem to have mixed opinions on. Like, I really didn't like the first game at all. And yeah. no one liked the second one, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they couldn't try to give the second one away enough, you wouldn't like. <laughs> uh, just, you know, it, it's interesting. I'm always interested in some of the tactics game sort of, but. I don't really care about Dragon Age either, so... But I can see why people would want it, you know, if you're a huge Dragon Age fan, having a spin-off game in the series that would rival other things that are beloved now, like Fire Emblem, I don't see, you know, see why not, uh, on that front. Uh, Rhonda Rousey says that she wants to play Samus Aran in a movie, uh because she always liked the fact that you found out it was this hot blonde chick under the mask. I think she definitely would fit the role of the kicking-ass chick. But would she work well as far as we're not seeing you, you're under the mask, you're in the suit, you know, all that kind of stuff. What do you
0: think? I mean... I guess it might work. I just don't think she's... At, like, she's not an actress. That's kind of a problem. Right. Just, you know, like a physically imposing chick. And that's it.
1: But you're not really going to see that with her having the suit on. The whole physically imposing part. So, you know, I don't see why... That would be the, the whole appeal of it, right? So Yeah, but
0: if that's the case, why not just cast, like, Scarlett Johansson in it? If this is going to be, like, a voice actor for
1: Right. Um, probably because uh, Ronda Rousey is much cheaper. Um, but, you know, I think if you're going to play... Uh, if you're going to have her be Samus, and you get to see both sides of Samus, like you get to see the Zero Suit Samus, then you also get to see the Metroid Samus, uh, the, well, the traditional one anyway, I think uh, that works, because then you do get to see... You know, you get to see her, and you get the appeal of all that, and whatever, and then you get the Metroid part of it too. So, uh, I can see what she means, and I could see it possibly being a thing that Nintendo considers. Um,
0: just go, just go hire Beth Phoenix.
1: Hey, why not? You know, why not? Uh, I think that's something we definitely would be interesting. Metroid 30th anniversary. I think we've talked about it a bunch on here. That they would definitely... Uh, it would help them if they had a TV series. Uh, from Metroid, you know. They could really capitalize off that if they wanted to. Um, Pokemon is going to have a direct on Friday. Uh, this is the 20th anniversary of Pokemon. They are doing the 20th... They just did the 20th anniversary, like, day. Or I think it's this weekend. It's this weekend, never mind. Because uh, that's when uh, the uh, Red... Red, yellow, and blue uh, come on the virtual console for the first time. Uh, so I don't know what they can really announce in this thing. Uh, we already know those games are coming. So like, unless you're going to talk about Pokemon Z or give us information about Pokemon Go that we don't already know, I don't really see what you're doing with this. They did say, apparently via translation, it's only supposed to be like 5 or 10 minutes. Why have it direct It's only going to be 5 or 10 minutes, though?
0: So they can announce some new Pokémon game.
1: You think so? You think it's going to be...
0: Sure, why not? You think it's another
1: spin-off, though, or you think it's a actual like part of the normal well, suit?
0: Aren't the latest ones X and Y? Didn't those come out like a year or two ago? Yes. Why not? Make another one. I mean...
1: Yeah? I mean, they always wind up having a third game at some point. They
0: crank them up pretty quickly enough, so...
1: <laughs> yeah. It's uh you have a point there. Uh So have you seen this uh Assassin's Creed young adult novel
0: thing that they're doing? No. I saw the comics and that kind of t- that kind of turned me off enough.
1: <laughs> so Matthew J. Kirby is apparently going to be writing it. Uh they're collaborating with Scholastic on it. Uh you know, big uh when we were kids, uh, that was a huge Name of books still is obviously but you know I don't play any of the games but I like the historical stuff in it
0: I would agree but also I don't think neck stabbing is going to be a big part of this book series
1: (laughs) yeah Um, apparently uh, William Boss Tweed is going to play the uh, conquistador Hernan Cortez in the first uh, book uh, you know, I, I could see this working, You know, being a thing if they can get it out there and market it and whatever. It's called The Last Descendant book series. Uh, the main character is going to be using the animus uh, to uh, prove that his father is innocent of a crime. Um, so, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of cool in a way I think that's cool that they're like branching out with it aside from the movie and the comics so getting it to appeal to more people I guess I guess why not
0: I'll, look, I'll wait for your book report on him.
1: yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> I'll, I'll get on that. Uh, WD2K16 is coming to PC I know you're excited
0: yeah I Adam to get me that for review he kind of chuckled at that
1: well, hey, you were the one that bought it last time, so. Yeah. It will come with all the DLC and stuff, too, so... Yeah, yeah and you can play as Arnold. That's that's what everybody wants, right? Uh,
0: sure. Not like a better gameplay system wouldn't help.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's that's, that's,
0: all, that's all that matters. <laughs>
1: so, have you seen this, uh... They're gonna come out with a loot gaming crate now? Uh... So it's going to have, like, downloadable games and and other stuff in it. Uh, I think it's going to be $25 just like the loot anime one that now is being branded with Crunchyroll so they can have more up-to-date anime stuff. Would you consider getting one of these things if you just... This seems like, to me, if you don't have any kind of, like, subscription service that you spend money on or you just have disposable income, like, I don't understand why you would... I get the appeal of it, but it's like twenty five hours a month for something like this, and you don't really know what's in it. Mm.
0: Yeah, there are kind of too many of these stupid loot crate stuff going on. Like there's, there's at least four or five for like nerds, and like this one gets you a T shirt, and this one gets you like digital games, and this one gets you, you know, Deadpool figurines. It's like calm down, people.
1: Oh, it's like everything. You know, now it's, it's just like everything. They're, we're going to get to the point where everybody's going to think the subscription service thing is cool. And then you're gonna have one for every every channel, and it's gonna get to the point where it's gonna be like, uh, yeah, can't afford all this. We're gonna have to figure out something, you know. And I, I don't know. I think it's gonna wind up exploding on itself to the point where if you do way too many of these, um, because just like between between like every. Uh, now, you know, CBS has their, their one because they're not with Hulu. And then you got Hulu, and then, like, all the... It seems like every wrestling organization is going to have their own one at some point. And, like, every TV thing, you know, Crunchyroll Funimation have theirs. I mean, so it's just... I, I, I'm going to get to a point where, with all this stuff, it's like, damn, $20, $10 is only going to go so far. It's <laughs> You know? Yeah. Um. What Speaking of uh, cable and everything, so once again the SEC is going around trying to figure out how to lower prices because what they did with protecting the internet only made it to where – at least Comcast has done this to me. I've already had to get the unlimited data for Comcast because they've I've already gone over the three different months that they'll pay it for me, and I'm just – I'm not going to pay – uh, ten bucks for every time I go over, like, you know, ten gigs or whatever the hell it is. Uh, no, it's like thirty bucks for every, like, fifty gigs that you go over.
0: See, that hasn't hit my Comcast yet. Uh, I use Comcast too, but that has, like, the data caps I haven't hit Gunfire up here at all.
1: Oh, really? Lucky then. Uh, cause it is full force here. It's a pain in the ass. Uh, So I have to pay $30 extra a month for unlimited data as if I had a phone. And, like, I don't pay enough for cable as it is. But uh, so now they're trying to pass this rule that would make it to where you can't – the cable company can no longer make you have a set-top box, which is, you know, how they get $10 extra out of you every time, especially for me where – I just don't have a small enough apartment where I can go around having cable cords everywhere. Uh, so I have three different set-top boxes. And, you know, that's 10 bucks a piece. And, you know, if you could find a way to make it to where you could just connect the USB cord or some HDMI thing, do you think this even passes? Because they haven't even gotten to the point where cable companies are going to come lobby to say why this is bad.
0: Oh, it won't pass, but it should. I mean, look at the monopoly they have on, like, cable modems. Like, that's an extra 6 bucks or 10 bucks every month. And if you're smart, you should just buy the modem yourself. The same thing with, like, a cable box. Like, way back in the day, cable bo- you didn't need a cable box to get cable. You just, you had service, and you just plugged it into a TV, and that was fine. Right. And they ginned they up some, oh, you need a box to get the digital channels now, or something like that, but that's mm-hmm. crap.
1: Yeah, I think it... I just remember when they first introduced that thing, it was like, oh, well, you can only get to like channel 50 or whatever. So now you have to get this cable box or you're going to be paying for channels you can't see. And then it just kept on and on, and then they introduced the DVR and everything. But I think this passes, um, but I could just see this not really doing what they think it's going to do because the cable companies will just find another way to make you pay that $20 or that $10 or that $30, 40 depending on how big your house is, uh, in another way. Like they did with the internet. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I, it's, you know, because it's just, it, it, let's be honest, this stuff is getting to the point where it's getting way too expensive. And, oh yeah,
0: my cable, my cable bill right now is like $106 a month.
1: Oh, mine's even worse. Um... And that, and that I'm locked into a contract, so I can't, like, get out of it and lower my tier. And then they made some of these tiers, like, ridiculous to the point where it's like, wow, if I lower it just one tier, I don't have so many channels. It's like, it's almost worth it for me just to cut the thing entirely. Yeah. You know, and it's just, that's why they have so many of these cord cutters now. It's just so crazy.
0: Well, I um, have I have both TV and cable, or TV and internet. Uh, I only have TV because of the roommate. Like for prospective roommates, if they want to move in, with, like have cable TV. Yeah, if I didn't have to have a roommate, I'd cut it immediately. because I don't use it.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of the same way. I kind of just watch a couple of things here and there, and that's about it. You know. Um, and now even cable companies like Time Warner's trying to get into Hulu so they can cut out the uh, next day thing because they're they're tired of people not not having co- Time Warner because. You know, you have Hulu instead or whatever. Just, yeah. Oh the greediness is so crazy sometimes. Uh, apparently, Wolverine three was supposed to be R before Deadpool came out. Is yeah, the way I'm saying Yeah,
0: I'm now, sure right? that I'm sure that's what they're saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the script was always intended to be R because there's so much language and and stuff in the the movie, supposedly. So,
0: so, it's supposed to be based on the old man Logan story of flight mind, right? Right. I wonder how they do the uh, incestuous Hulk and She-Hulk pairing.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, hopefully not, you know, as a love interest or anything.
0: It's, well, no, because they're Hulk characters. Marvel owns them. They can't be in an X-Men film. Yeah, right.
1: It's crazy that like, Deadpool's already made, I think they said, like, it's the... It's made highest more grossing than,
0: of any X-Men. X-Men film. Yeah. Yeah. It's destroyed them all, essentially. <laughs>
1: wow. Obviously, you know, it helps coming out during the superhero craze that we're on uh, now, but that movie's also very, very good, so... Yeah, but so did
0: the other two. Like, the last two X-Men films also did, though.
1: Yeah. I think this one, much more, though, because you're, you're right in the middle of all this, like, where everybody seems to be doing one. Yeah. You know? Uh, really quick, uh, Crash Bandicoot coming back. You think it actually happens?
0: I think it comes in a Skylanders expansion pack.
1: Really? That's Uh -uh. really weird, but considering all the other monsters that they have have nothing to do with anything, but...
0: Yeah, but Spyro,
1: I mean... Yeah, I mean, it fits for what the game is,
0: but... And get the Spyro and Crash Bandicoot if you finally team so up. So you don't
1: think they'd actually make a game for it?
0: Or? Only a downloadable game. they're I can make some big, you know, $60 game. I don't think they can. That, that game does not play that. That game does not play in 2016.
1: Oh, I agree with you. They have such... Like, you when you go play that game, you can notice so many of the things that they basically center the camera and all that stuff into this one zone because... The PS1 had, you know, couldn't do, uh, stuff like that, you know, that you can do now. So it's just, it's crazy, uh, that they want to bring that. I mean, it'd be cool to see that come back, but I think the people that are just waxing nostalgic about it are forgetting, uh, how limited Crash Bandicoot really was.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I don't, I don't remember the X, the original Xbox game being that bad, though.
0: Well, they mean too, uh, and then they also made like 316 PS3 games that were terrible.
1: No, those were bad. Yeah. Which might be why.
0: Actually, uh, uh, to promote another site real quick, Giant Bomb did like a demo der- derby on uh, like an official Xbox demo disc, and one of the Crash Bandicoot games was on it. I think it was Twin Twin Sanity. Yeah, Twin Sanity. Yeah. And that looked bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it probably was. That crash, his arms are coming out of his head.
1: Yeah, and apparently Knack 2 is being made, which, you know, Mark I know Knack 1 not work. being that great.
0: Mark certainly needs more
1: work. Yeah, exactly. All right, I think that's going to – that's all we I can do. i got to go to work, and I'm actually probably going to wind up being a little late uh, so we can get this out of here. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you guys uh, are, are – Checking it out, uh, rating and reviewing on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. You can subscribe uh, either to this by itself, which is this show is going to go under a name change uh, pretty soon here within uh, the next couple weeks. Uh, it, everything's going to probably stay the same. It's not going to change a whole lot. Just we're trying to consolidate the things into one like brand so that it kind of all goes with it being on the WTM network and everything. Um, so, if you see a different name, it's still the same show, still the same feed, just it has a different name on it, um, with a different logo and all that. Uh, as far as, uh, well, I had a thing with the games that were coming out, but we know it's Far Cry Primal.
0: I just got that for review. You did? Yeah, Adam just sent me a code.
1: (laughs) Wow, Awesome. Uh, well, hey, at least, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, Mark will be able to tell us something next week about, uh, how great Far Cry Primal is, or not.
0: Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh,
1: Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Uh.
0: Sky on PC. PC.
1: Yeah, Mega Man Legacy Collection for the 3DS. That Walking Dead Michonne game that I already talked about. Uh, The Ninja Sengeku Hitman Go. Which, that is a really good game. Uh, If you don't like the other Hitman games, I think you should definitely check that out. I have not met one person that plays that game and doesn't say I like it. Uh, So, that's just one one thought there for everybody. If you're not a big... Which, uh, at the beginning of the month, part of PS Plus you're going to be able to play the Hitman beta again. Uh, so if you have PS Plus, you might want to check that out just to see if you like the,
0: uh, I played the that way beta it's going to be. Version. You did? Yeah, on PC. Did you like it? No. No? It's a Hitman game. <laughs> it's a Hitman game.
1: Because you like Hitman Go, right?
0: I didn't play that.
1: Uh, I, know it's, I
0: know what it is, but I haven't played it. It's only right. been on phones. Like, I, I might pick up the console for pc version instead but ah
1: all right well um until well next week unless something ridiculous (laughs) happens yes we will be back next week uh for sure this time Uh, until then everybody see you later later